3: All right, welcome back Shaw's Patriots Post Game Show. Jim Murray and Joe Murray here as the Patriots fought the Annapolis Colts 27-17. to And now joining us, Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, as he does each and every post game. Greg Bedard, bostonsportsjournal.com. Greg, uh, where do you put the most blame? Uh, what side of the ball in tonight's loss? Was it on the defense or, because, or special teams with the mistakes that they made uh, early in the first half? Or is it more about the offense and the struggles of Mac Jones in this first half?
4: Boy, you're coming out hot with the tough question right off the bat. <laughs> I, it, Jim, it's a great question. Um, man, I, I you know, I don't really know. I mean, I think they were really all complicit. I mean, when you fall behind 20 to nothing, uh, it's not just one thing. Um, the defense got off to a rush start. I mean, actually, I mean, they got the three and out. Things were, it's amazing looking back on it. The things were going, going great for the Patriots. They forced the three and out. They drive into Colts territory. And then all of a sudden, they start going backwards all the way into the third quarter. Uh, it was really some of the more atrocious Patriots play consecutively that I've seen in a long time. Uh, you know, I guess if I had to pick one, I think it would be the special teams. I mean, that, that plump block for a touchdown. And we're not talking about like a one off. That's the third punt they've had blocked this season. No other team has more than one for the amount of money that they pay for special teamers on this team. And then you have the, the Brandon King lining up or encroachment on the, on the missed field goal yeah. that costs them three points. That's 10 points right there. I mean, for you, the special teams, for the amount of money that you pay, the amount of roster spots that you dedicate to just full time special teams players for that to happen on that biggest stage, I'm sorry. It's just, it's it's not acceptable and to me, I put the most blame on the special teams.
1: Hey Greg, obviously the seven game winning streak snapped. Um, in all those games, they had a lead. They played from in front. Today, they trailed the whole game. Do you have any takeaways on them coming back down 20 nothing, having a shot and eventually you know, giving up for that long run, but for the most part, they did battle back tonight and you know, you give them at least a little bit of credit, for, uh, you know, rallying back a little bit here.
4: A little bit, but I think it sort of balances with the with the start they got off to. I mean, look, they were down 20 to nothing. It's national television. Uh, one thing I know about the Patriots, and, and there's a lot of things that I think about the Patriots that are, seem to be universally true, but one is they're never going to give in. I mean, that's just not going to happen. So for them to come back and, and make it a game, and it was a close game. Uh, there for a while, but I'm not going to give them extra credit for that. I mean, d- you know, it's it's sort of like the Bills game against the Bucks the other day. I mean, they were half awful and they made it a game. I, I expected the Bills to do that. I, I wasn't giving the Bills any extra credit or being more impressed by them coming back and making it a game and forcing overtime. Uh, so I'm not going to do that for the Patriots here. I mean, I think they're if you're going to give them credit for the comeback, you've got to hit them hard for falling behind 20 to nothing. I mean, it's nice to see, and it's nice to see Mac Jones being put into that situation uh, and a lot of other guys on this team, Hunter Henry, Kendrick Bourne, all the new guys to this team that haven't been really in that situation where you're on the road, you're down, you got to make key plays or else you're going to get blown out of the building. They made some key plays. you know, That's great, but they're also the ones who are responsible for you know basically gagging to a 20 to, 20 to nothing deficit and uh, so you know it was good but they, they still only get half credit that being said, I will say this I put bo- I put this entire game basically in a off to the side like if this if these two teams meet again, I don't know how much this game really means because the Patriots just played atrocious that's that's why they lost this game. For two, two and a half quarters, they played just atrocious football. And they're not going to do that again. Um, and But on the other side of the coin, I also don't think that the Colts played their best football. And if you think that them in the second half being conservative is what you're going to get the next time around in a closer game, I think that's wrong also. So, uh, look. It was not a good game for the Patriots, um, but I don't think there's a lot to be gleaned out of this.
3: Did you hear Mac Jones' uh, post-game press conference by chance?
4: I-, I just heard a couple
3: snippets of it. I did not listen to it. So the the, the, the thing that really stood out is that he said we f- we felt sorry for ourselves coming off the bye, and then he kind of talked at length about how they had bad practices plural throughout the week, which I kind of found uncharacteristic and kind of bizarre. Um, but you know him, and especially in that first half, he talked about how they kind of came unraveled. You know, when they found themselves in, like, a third-and-30 situation or whatever it was, Greg, he he lost track of the clock or whatever, and, uh, you know, they, they had to the delay a game. The camera flashes yep. Josh McDaniels. I think he mouthed verbatim, what are you doing? Watch the effing play clock. Like, and then from there, it's just like the kid lost his mind. Like, what? Bad practices? Him talking about that? Like... I don't know. Did that is that ultimately what it was, you think? Like, they just had a bad week, and this was the culmination of it all tonight? Because this did look like more of when they were 2-4, and four and not what we've seen over the seven-game winning streak.
4: It certainly sounds from the press conferences that the Patriots did not have a, a good week of practice. Um, I think even, you know, Matthew Slater sort of made reference to that. I'm sure Devin McCourty did. Uh, those guys sort of know the, the, the pulse of the team. Um, certainly a factor. I, I thought that to me, I don't know. I don't know how he sounded in the post game because I haven't listened to it yet. But I, I don't know. Mac Jones did not look right to me in the first half. I don't know if he was ill or something along those lines. Um, you know, not to excuse the mistakes that he made because they were rookie mistakes. Uh, both of his interceptions were rookie mistakes. Um, you know, the, the out that Okuriki uh, picked off that was telegraphed. Uh, that's the only reason a linebacker like that can undercut it. And then the other one, he just didn't see the one guy you need to know where he is all the time, Darius Leonard, and he was late with that throw. Um, you know, but I, I think that um, I don't know about the whole bye week thing. The, I mean, the only thing I know about the bye week thing is I don't want to hear anything about it. And I heard, you know, there was some reporter, and you know, God bless him for being there and doing his job, but you know, kept asking, you know, do you think you lost momentum during the bye week? people do realize that the Colts had the same bye week right yeah. and they were also playing pretty well coming into their bye week had to sit at home you know for a week rest up and they seemed to play just fine so i don't want to hear any excuse about the bye week from from really anybody
3: all right, more coming up with uh, Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. We'll mix in some of your phone calls coming up. Uh, the Patriots, obviously, without Damian in this loss tonight, but Verizon has teamed up with Damian and The New England Patriots are rushing to help first responders this season to honor New England's first responders. Nominate your first responder now on the contest page at 98.5thesportshub.com. More coming up as the Patriots fall to the Colts 27-17. Here on the Safety Insurance, 985 of Patriots Radio Network.
5: Hey, football fans, it's Bob Sosie, the voice of New England football. If you want to know how my voice stays in peak condition, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea next to me in the booth. It's an essential part of my game day routine. And when it comes to tea, settling is not an option. Bigelow tea, grab a mug and tea proudly. If you own a home, do yourself a favor. Call Devlin Solar to eliminate your electrical bill and provide backup power through a blackout. To see if your home qualifies for solar, call 800-818-5641. That's 800-818-5641 or visit devlinsolar.com. Devlin Solar, the most trusted solar company in New England.
0: During happy Honda days, discover the joys of the season with stylish arrivals and an accord, remote getaways and a pilot Unforgettable day trips in an HRV, and so much more. For a limited time, well qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2022 Pilot or HRV. Find your perfect Honda this season. Visit your local Honda dealer today or shop online. This
5: is my kind of holiday.
0: See dealer for financing details. Hey, it's Zoe. Here's another winning team in New England. Wind waste Innovations, the official waste and recycling services provider of 98.5 The Sports Hub, Patriots Radio Network. Business owners or homeowners, Wind Waste Innovations handles all of your waste and recycling needs, all sustainably. Visit win-waste.com to get started. Forget about your waste and let Wind Waste Innovations go to work, making a bigger impact on communities and a smaller impact on the environment. That's performance that you can trust. That's performance for the planet. Visit win-waste.com today. Shaw's has your holiday all wrapped up with in-store butchers that are a cut above. A commitment to sustainable seafood and fresh-picked produce that is harvested at its best. It's quality you can taste. Enjoy succulent roasts, boatloads of shrimp, and the cheesiest cheeses from around the corner and around the globe. Plus, when you shop with the Shaw's app, you get amazing deals and earn points on every purchase. Enjoy convenient curbside pickup and delivery options. Shaw's, perfecting the art of fresh since 1860. It's the holiday season, folks, and with actual places to go and people to see this year, you need a connection that'll keep you covered at home and on the go. Luckily, Xfinity Internet delivers reliable coverage at home. And Xfinity Mobile, with nationwide 5G included, covers you everywhere else. Plus, you can save up to $400 a year on your wireless bill. So the only thing you'll need to worry about... Long time no see! ...is remembering what your friends look like. It's me! Right. How's that hobby and or job you have?
5: Get started with Xfinity Internet for $29.99 a month for 24 months with a one-year contract. Plus, save up to $400 a year on wireless when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. Ends one 22 Restrictions apply. New, performance pro internet customers only. Equipment, taxes and fees extra, and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. Compares optimized pricing of top carriers. Xfinity Internet required. Drinking and driving ruins lives. If you or a loved one is struggling with alcohol or drug use, AdCare can help. Your path to recovery begins at AdCare. Call 1-800-ALCOHOL. That's 1-800-ALCOHOL.
2: At Safety Insurance, we're taking our customer service to a whole new level. Yours. Prefer to communicate by text? No problem. Want to use email and chat? Got you covered? Prefer to use your phone the old school way? We're ready to talk. Have an idea on how we can serve you better, however you want to share it? We want to hear it. Safety Insurance. will help you manage life storms, however that's easiest for you. Hey, it's Chase Swinovich. On game days, we always have a game plan to accomplish our goals. What's your game plan
4: to add real dairy into all four quarters of your day? Dairy fuels you for whatever comes your way. Real life needs real dairy. Visit NewEnglandDairy.com backslash gameday to learn more. Rodenheiser Home Services is your trusted and
5: reliable home expert this football season. For over 90 years, Rodenheiser has been serving homes throughout Massachusetts. Their customers, is always a top priority. Visit Rodenheiser.com to learn about their plumbing, heating, AC,
2: electric, and remodeling services. That's Rodenheiser Home Services, proud partner of the Patriots.
5: The
0: home of the Pats, the Sports Hub.
5: Wentz, extends the hands, he takes the snap. He fakes, he drops back, he fires down the middle, ball's tipped, and then it's going to be yes! intercepted! Tipped by Collins, picked off by McCordy! Devin has it at the 47!
0: Man, is he terrible.
3: I would agree so. He probably should have had more than the one interception that he threw, but if video Bank and J.C. Jackson teamed up for Be a Champion for a Child to Benefit the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West... New England's defense forcing the one turnover, so Avidia Bank donates $1,000 to help at-risk children. They've donated $27,000 so far this season, which is great. Avidia Bank, honest to goodness, member FDIC, member DIF. But the Patriots, despite that interception by Carson Wentz, fall to the Colts tonight, 27-17. To They're now 9-5 and five in the season. It's Jim Murray, Joe Murray here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame show, along, uh, along with uh, Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Uh, and, yeah, it did feel like it was all a matter of time, Greg, that Wentz was going to give them at least one in this game. Uh, the stat line, still, it's, 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 it's Joe Flacco 2009 wild card playoff-esque. 5 of 12, 57 yards, one touchdown, one pick. You feel like, look, they obviously have a very powerful running game. Jonathan Taylor's excellent, good old line. But, I don't know. You watch him, do you think Frank Reich really trusts Carson Wentz?
4: No, and and quite frankly, I was surprised that Reich was as conservative as he was. Like I he's just one of these guys and <clears throat> through my career covering the NFL, Mike McCarthy's another one that I uh, that I covered where, you know, these pass happy offensive coordinators slash head coaches, they just they fall in love with the pass game. They think that it's without fail to the point where you know, you'll question them and be like, "Well, why didn't you run the ball more?" Well, the, some of those passes are just like runs. Like, no, no, they're really not. Not when you have a quarterback who who who's jittery back there, like Carson Wentz. And and I was surprised. I thought that Reich would be a little bit more aggressive and uh, try to put this game away. I thought he managed it, the game largely perfectly. I do think that, and this is related to say, if these teams have a mismatch a rematch how I don't think this game means a whole lot. I thought the loss of Michael Pittman in this game, even though he's not great and he probably dropped a couple passes earlier in the game, they don't really have much on the outside And when they lose a guy like Pittman. I thought that was a huge advantage for the Patriots that the Colts lost Pittman and the Patriots lost Duggar, who played fine, but I think think doing without Duggar uh, and not having him really helped the Patriots' running game. He was part of the issue that they were going with light boxes against their two tight end sets. And once Duggar was eliminated, they didn't even entertain that anymore. And they actually put linebackers out there and they stopped the run. Uh, So I thought that that factored in their their decision to get a little bit more conservative. I thought we would see more T.Y. Hilton in this game. Really only had the one big uh, uh, sort of pick play crossing pattern there. Uh, But, yeah, I would not trust Carson Wentz. I mean, if if they do match up again, I don't know, I think you have to feel more comfortable with Mac Jones on that stage than Carson Wentz because he was just a mistake waiting to happen and you know he almost gave the Patriots the game entirely.
1: Yeah, Greg, it's just funny you mentioned that, that Duggar and his alignment. Um and Jim even mentioned this too, but that sixty seven yard run by um by Taylor, if you look at it, you know, McCourty's on the outside they, they basically had Jimmy Collins in the game. And I think in that spot you would have Duggar in there. And uh, Hightower missed a tackle. There was no safety on the right yep. side of the field. Collins was in the box. I think Duggar's there. He makes that play. So Pittman and Duggar kind of eliminated each other. And in the end, uh, I think Taylor made that great play. But how many times can this defense give up 200 yards to continue to win football games?
4: I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I think that some of the... Some of the fears that we that some of us at least had about this team that you know we weren't going gaga over the team when they were winning seven games in a row and still had questions you know some of those kind of came out and you know I think there's still you know some questions about this team and I think we'll get further answers next week against Buffalo. I mean this, the Colts largely shelved their pass game, so you know my big thing is how this defense is going to fare against a team that that is balanced that can do. Run and pass. And I thought they struggled with that early, getting down 20 to nothing. I thought that they were largely on their heels and basically did whatever they wanted to do on offense. It was the Patriots only got back into the game when the Colts were like, all right, well, let's just not turn the ball over. Let's take the ball out of Carson's hands. And I thought that played into the Patriots' uh, hands for sure. Uh, but, you know, on that play, you mentioned um, I haven't gotten a uh, close look at it, but I, I do remember. The, the replay that they showed, and I'm trying to call it up right now, but from, w- from w- what it looked like to me was, you know, that was a called play where basically ev- it was a scrape play where it's designed for Dante Hightower. Basically everything flows to the right, and then he comes around basically unblocked to make the play. You know, yeah, D- Duggar maybe helps there. I don't know if he would have necessarily been there, but really, it's designed for Dante Hightower, and he didn't make the play. And part of it was Jonathan Taylor being that good, but I don't know how big of a difference you know Kyle Duggar makes there. Certainly, having a viable pass option, um, you know, I, they barely threw um, to anybody in this game. Their, their tight ends aren't great, uh, so I thought that was a huge loss for the for the Colts.
3: Let's bring in uh, Tommy. And Milton wants to talk about the Patriots' offensive line and this loss to the Colts tonight. Go ahead, Tommy.
4: Hi, guys. Hi, Murray. Hi.
0: Hey, Greg, I really enjoy listening to you during the week and uh, on, on after the games, too. It's really enjoyable, I'll tell you that much. Thanks, bud. Hey, listen, a couple of things, Greg. I'm going to give you good and bad. Let me give you the good first. I love when Judon Grunt went to his face. That started, I love when when a freaking smashed Pittman. <laughs> that was, I loved it. I loved it. That that set the tone, the turnaround. Um, but on the bad Greg, when are they going to get rid of Isaiah Wynn? He makes me puke. I can't stand him. And Janu Smith, when are they going to ask for his money back? Because he's
4: useless.
3: Thanks for the call, Tommy. Tommy quite fired up. Isaiah Wynn, not a great night for him, Greg.
4: No, and I thought that was a matchup largely against Quiddi Pay. Like, look, he got matched up against DeForest Buckner uh, and um, – that's not really a great matchup for him you're You're hoping that Buckner stays inside and you can double team him. You know the Colts wisely put him on the edge a few times and including on that sack, but that wasn't the only issue that Wynn had. you know We all saw in the running game. He basically tackled Ramando yeah. or Brandon Bolden at one point um it's a great question about what they're going to do with him because they picked up his fifth year option uh one of the things that we have talked about Tommy in the past here you know on Felger Maz, and on this show as well is you know when the offensive line was struggling early on in the season um, there was a lot of moaning internally about uh, certain players on the offensive line specifically Isaiah Wynn that they didn't think he put in as much work in the offseason as they would have liked like he wasn't quite ready to go where he should have been and I think they. a lot of people thought, at least internally, thought that was part of the problem with the offensive line early. And the thing is, they had to make that call on the fifth-year option, I think in like March or April, something like that. So it was even before the off-season program, so they didn't even have that data. I, I don't know. It's His fifth-year option is guaranteed. I mean, if you can find somebody to trade for him, you know, wonderful. I don't know who's going to do that at that salary. I think it's it's north of $10 million next year. Um, But, yeah, I think you have to look at it and say left tackle is definitely now put into the column of what the hell are we going to do there going forward. Yeah,
1: Anwino made a uh, penalty as well that sent him back uh, at one point as well, and he's getting limited time. I, I just wanted to ask you real quick. I- I'm like you, Greg. I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. I'm already looking ahead. I- we'll do that in the next segment here. But what did you yep. see on the first interception there? I think Leonard made a really nice play. He was having a really good year. Could Mac have thrown the ball a little higher? Probably. I think the play was there all day. I think Henry was open. But what did you see? Do you think it was just a bad throw in the red zone there? And just a follow-up question to that. Do you think that I every week I'm like, all right, he should throw more in the red zone. Do you think there they should have taken the points considering it was before the half?
4: Well, I thought that. So that was third and three, and... You know, just looking back at it, I I think I think Mac just did not see the play well. I don't know what exactly. Now, again, this is looking at it again. You know, I thought Greg Olson was dead on, and and I've had this criticism of Hunter Henry um, this year, where there was that one play where uh, Hunter Henry was a little bit delayed turning his head around, and I thought even. Even here he's a little late, and maybe caused Mac to throw a little bit late, but Mac should not have gone to the ball there. It wasn't open, it wasn't going to be open if he threw more of a touch pass over Darius Leonard, the safety comes in. Maybe you put it on Hunter Henry and say, "You know, just be a big body and edge out the safety, but probably Jacoby Myers on the other side of the field was a better throw, and probably something that that Mac Jones looks at and said, "Yeah, that's just a bad read right there."
3: All right, more coming up with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, along with your phone calls at 617-779-0985 as the Patriots fall to the Colts tonight. First, though, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Safety Insurance 98.5 of Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network. Boston,
5: the home of the Bruins, Patriots, and Celtics. Boston's home for sports is 95.
0: Sports Hub, Beasley media group station. Sports Hub Headlines.
1: Patriots fall to the Colts tonight, 27-17. Jonathan Taylor, 67-yard touchdown uh, just before the two-minute warning. Iced the game for the Colts. They had a 20-0 lead. Pat scored no points in the first half. And then uh, Mac Jones went 26-45, 299 yards had two touchdowns, two interceptions. And Bill Belichick, not happy after the game, said they didn't play well, didn't coach well and the seven-game winning streak is over. They'll take on Buffalo next week. The Bills host Carolina this Sunday. The Celtics hosted the Knicks at the Garden tonight. They got a 114-107 win. Josh Richardson, 27 points for the Green. They host the 76ers Monday night. And the Bruins, well, the schedule is now on pause. They will not play until December 26th. Headlines brought to you by Valvolini. It's an oil change. Four-year, 15-minute drive through oil change. You never have to leave your car. No appointments ever needed. Visit GavinOilChange.com now for a coupon on your next oil change. Um, Joe Murray, more post game after this. On the Safety Insurance, 98.5 The Sports Hub, Patriots Radio Network. Looking for a new career? During these times of change, Eastern puts employees first and offers stability you can depend on. Eastern is now hiring drivers, service technicians, and customer care representatives. Visit Eastern.com for all open positions. Eastern Propane and Oil, when you join the team, you join the family
2: mass general brigham sports medicine care driven by research and determination top specialists who understand your athletic dreams goals and the need to get back to them mass general brigham together we'll write your comeback story Every day, 13 children are diagnosed with a brain tumor. This is offensive tackle Justin Haran. I'm teaming up with Credit Union's Kids at Heart to fund new research on childhood brain cancer. This season, with every New England First Down, Credit Union's Kids at Heart will donate funds towards research and clinical trials up to $50,000. Together, we'll gain ground in the fight against the leading cancer cause of death in children. Learn more at cukidsatheart.org.
5: The First Downs to Fight Pediatric Brain Cancer campaign is generously supported by Digital Federal Credit Union and vertified software.
2: New Englanders do what I did, be prepared for the winter with the king of snow, Aaron's Aaron's snow throwers, the official snow thrower of the New England Patriots and they're assembling round the clock to meet this record demand, in fact Aaron's is increasing production to its highest level ever to keep you cleared out all winter long, Aaron's still a family owned business still in Wisconsin, still the number one selling brand of
3: two stage snow blowers in the world, I've owned one for 20 years, remember it's not just a snow blower; it's an Aaron's, visit your independent Aaron's dealer, do it today
5: Now you can do your grocery shopping without ever getting out of your car with Shaw's Drive Up and Go. Just shop online at Shaw's or use the convenient Shaw's Delivery and Pickup app, and they'll do the shopping and bagging for you. Then just head to the store, and they'll bring your order right to your car. You'll enjoy the same in-store pricing. Plus, you'll earn and redeem your Shaw's For You grocery rewards. Place your first online order and get $20 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit Shaw's.com for details.
2: One moment, your business is humming along. Then suddenly, it's not. Cyber attacks are on the rise, hitting businesses large and small. Protect yours with cyber coverage from safety insurance. It covers data restoration, data recreation, system restoration, and more. Ask an independent agent about safety insurance, because few things are scarier than the sound of silence. Silence. Safety insurance will help you manage life storms.
0: Hi, it's Chad with TestTrips.com. This season, every extra point matters because for everyone made by New England, we'll be donating extra diabetes supplies to Insulin for Life. For the last decade, we've been reselling
5: diabetic supplies with over 100,000 orders placed and an A-plus rating from the BBB. Our process is simple, our rates are fair, and our customer service is first class. So when you call us, you'll speak directly to a staff member.
0: If you have extra test trips, Lancets, or CGM supplies, please visit us at TestTripsWithAZ.com and together let's cheer on extra points this season.
5: We all had plans, graduations, vacations, home improvement, plans that were put on hold because of money. Rockland Federal Credit Union can help you navigate your way forward with mobile check deposit, online bill pay, and a free credit monitoring tool right in the RFCU app. RFCU has the modern conveniences you've come to expect, the products you need, and the personal service you deserve. Visit rfcu.com to find out more. Rockland Federal Credit Union, our legacy, our future. Federally insured by NCUA up to $250,000, and additionally insured by the Massachusetts Credit Union Share Insurance Corporation. Give the gift of Dunkin'. Pick up two boxes of K-Cup pods for $14.99 or four pounds of coffee for $19.99, including Dunkin' Midnight. Single items at regular price. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Curry and K-Cup are trademarks of Curry Green Mountain Incorporated. Use with permission.
0: Are you a master in your trade and tired of side work? Do you want to pass the torch to the next generation of tradespeople? Join the growing team of instructors at the Peterson School. The Peterson School has an immediate need for instructors at all locations. Visit thepetersonschool.com now. Hey and so, the Oakers Company is New England's premier AV and technology solutions provider and your go-to source for hp products okers is the product home of touchview interactive and proud partner of hewlett packard and your new england patriots visit okers.com the okers company celebrating 100 years of service and support zolak and bertrand middays on the sports hub that
1: was a crazy game
3: of the game brought to you by live nation don't miss dispatch and oar's summer tour 2022 with special guest g love and special sauce saturday august 20th at the xfinity center get tickets at LiveNation.com. jim murray joe murray greg bedard boston sports journal here on the shaw's patriots post game shows the patriots follow the colts 27 to 17 they're now nine and five on the year the seven game winning streak snapped uh, and Greg, there's you know you figured this was going to happen, but uh, at least with some of the phone calls we took earlier, feels to be uh, some panic out there about losing uh, some playoff seeding. The one seed now in question. Do you still think it's in play though? Looking at, especially looking at the, the like the landscape of the AFC as a whole.
4: Oh sure, I mean I I, I do think it's in play. Um, you know mostly because I think the Chiefs are very mortal. I they pulled that game out the other night thanks to Brandon Staley. And his moronic decisions, yep. but and and Patrick Mahomes, and I still can't believe like how do you not double cover Travis Kelsey like all over the field, especially when Tyree Hill is going in and out of the game with injuries, uh, but anyways, uh, Patrick Mahomes made some nice plays down the stretch. There's no question um in a tight spot, uh there are a few quarterbacks that I'd rather have, but there's something not right with him. um I thought that maybe he was beyond it. But that game to me only reinforced that he is not the Patrick Mahomes pre-turf toe uh, from last year where, you know, he is – there's something off with his mechanics that haven't gotten ironed out yet. Uh, To me, he looks like a quarterback who doesn't really practice that much during the week, and maybe he isn't health-wise. His his lower body is detached from his upper body. And then the bigger thing for me is – He's just not seeing the game right. He's missing a lot of open receivers. Mm-hmm. This is not like him, and he is just off. So when he's off, the Chiefs are very mortal. And they, you know, more teams down the stretch, especially the ones in the division that know how to play them, uh, they'll they'll do a little bit better job. Uh, not the Raiders. Um, they they stink. And the Chargers, um, I, I don't understand what they're doing coverage wise, but. I think that the the Chiefs are mortal. We'll see. I think the Titans are a handful, depending on how healthy they are. But I still think if the Patriots win out here, I think they have a a decent chance at the number one seed. But so far this weekend, because I did sort of a prediction, how is this going to all come out for the Patriots? So far, I've been right barely. Um, with the Chiefs winning the other night, but I had the Patriots finishing as the number two seed in the AFC to the Kansas City Chiefs. But I do not feel great about that after the other night and what I saw from the Chiefs.
3: I, I agree with you completely with Mahomes. I think I I'm wonder if it's like a mental thing or something, but I, with what you say that he's not seeing the game the, the same way, it feels like it's like a Chuck Knoblaw. Simone Biles twisties thing like he's just some of the throws he makes and that he's not seeing guys that are wide open it's like is this the same guy the other thing too Greg and like you know you mentioned he'll be in and out of the game double Kelsey they don't have the third option like they have in the past none of those guys Robinson no Hardman they don't really scare you
4: no they don't and you know that that's what's amazing to me that these teams especially in their own division that that should know them the best and and normally you know, division teams play you the toughest. And, you know, you'll say, like, the Broncos give them a handful. The Chargers give them a handful. Yeah, they do because they know them the best. They see them twice a year. So that's not that's not any sort of indictment on the Chiefs. But I just think that uh, I don't understand how you don't just take Travis Kelsey away and say, go ahead, you want to beat me with Nicole Hardman and Pringle and, and those guys? Go nuts because Patrick Mahomes has no confidence in them. It's Tyree Hill or Travis Kelsey or bust. And, you know, I would not be scared of them in the postseason, but you're you're also hoping that Patrick Mahomes, all of a sudden it doesn't start clicking for him and he starts killing you down the field.
1: All right, so what do we see this week? Buffalo uh, off that comeback against Tampa Bay, obviously threw the football well. Do you think they'll try to do that again, um, similar to what they did late in, in, in the game last time against the Patriots? And do the Patriots just run the football? And I, I just want to ask you about this. Aguilar left today, Harry left today. If one of them went down, let's say Aguilar, who would step in in that spot? <laughs>
4: uh probably Gunner. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he, he was in he, late. I mean, yeah, that's was, bad,
1: right? I mean, this is something uh, to be concerned it's about. It's not
4: good. I mean, he has not proven himself. He he to this point, he has not looked like the next Julian Edelman. Uh I'm just looking at what they have on their roster. Uh, they literally – Gunner is the next guy on the roster. And on the practice squad, they have uh, Christian Wilkerson. I'm sure he'll get called up. Um, and they do have more spots on the practice squad. So I assume they'll – oh, Trey Nixon, who I uh, even forget you see uh, us, what he yeah. looks like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the Ernie Adams pick. That's right. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, f- I forgot he's even on the practice squad. But, uh, you know, I assume they'll – They'll incorporate the tight ends more. They might call up, you know, say, Devin Asiasi. I don't know what Matt LaCosse's status is. He is on the practice squad, so he could get called up. You could go more multiple tight ends. I'm sure they would mix and match that way. But, yeah, that's concerning. Hopefully, Aguilar comes back. Uh, Nikhil Harry, you know, you're hoping he's going to be fine by how much are you can get out of him, really. But this is going to be – this is a huge matchup. We're back where we started, where – it's it's Buffalo versus New England, hopefully in like real weather conditions. So we see who's the best in the AFC East. And uh, I'm still a bit afraid of the Bills um, spreading out the Patriots and just trying to dink and dunk them, even though it's not Josh Allen's bag. Um, but I do feel good about the Patriots uh, being balanced and running the ball well against a Bills defense that I think is kind of a pretender. But I can't wait to see it on the field. It's It's going to be some kind of battle, and you know the Bills are coming in red-ass from what happened. They were embarrassed about what happened before. so They'll get their best shot if uh, Sean McDermott can keep his head this time around.
3: Mark in Woburn on some of the play calling offensively for the Pats in this loss tonight. Go ahead, Mark.
5: Hey, guys. Uh, so I just wanted to say, you guys were talking about uh, the play calling early in the game, and you looked at it, and there was a lot of passes, but you know, he said let it throw, but it kind of felt off, and I feel like they were letting him throw, but a lot of it was out of play action and under center early, and they weren't really committed to the pass, which I felt like maybe they should have been, where in this game, you really want to get up early if you want to win it, because if you're letting Jonathan Taylor keep on going, then, you know, it's probably not going to work, so, you know, I felt like they should have just kind of went for it, maybe went out of shotgun for the first uh, two series, and I mean, it all kind of blew up. Max Jones ended up not being good for the first half. But, um, anyways, yeah, that's so I
3: thought. All right, Mark, thanks. I'll, here was my question in terms of the offensive play calling in in the passing game. I thought that Kendrick Bourne should have been involved more, Greg.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't hate that, um... You know, I, I do know that offensive coordinators have their reasons for taking certain approaches and calling certain plays against defenses and they're anticipating what they're going to get. Uh, I'm not a big, you know, second-guess the game plan guy. If it if it doesn't work, then it's obvious that sometimes offensive coordinators are just wrong. It, it's hard for me to really criticize it in this game because, to me, the execution was just putrid. I mean, it just – it really was. So if the execution's not there – I don't care what play calls you have designed. You could have the best in the world. They're not going to be executed, and you're not going to make good plays. I I thought it was mostly on the execution. I thought it was bad. Uh, I did think it was possible that the Patriots would come out um, and sort of go shotgun spread and just let Mac cook a little bit. But also, you know, we don't know, like we talked about earlier, the way mac looked to me in the first half i don't know he didn't look right to me i don't know if he was sick or what or the pressure you don't know josh mcdaniels could have gotten a look at mac jones in the eye and just said i don't think he's ready for this so let's let's go away from this let's try something else and i don't really know how you second guess it the approach to not put the game in in mac jones's hands when he threw two interceptions in the first half that helped put you to behind the 20 to zero eight ball. So I don't know. I, I, I'm just not a big, you know, second guess, the game plan guy, but uh, it's, it's all, when you lose this bad and you're this bad as a team, it's all up for discussion.
3: All right. One more segment to go with your phone calls with Greg, but of Boston sports journal.com 617-779-0985. We'll get to that coming up here in the Shaw's Patriots post game show as the Colts defeat the Patriots 27 27- to 17 tonight. Patriots now 9-5. and That's all coming up here on the Safety Insurance 98.5 Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network.
0: UMass Lowell is a global education leader preparing people for exceptional careers in engineering, IT, criminal justice, health sciences, and business. Are you ready to take the lead? UMass Lowell's classes start January 18th. This is James Y of the New England Patriots. Great companies need great teams. Just as the best professional sports teams look everywhere for top players, companies are opening up the world map, too. Hiring talent anywhere in the world is easier than ever with Globalization Partners. Use their global employment platform to stack your team with the best people, no matter where they live. The future of work is here. Globalization Partners makes it possible. Go to globalization-partners.com and onboard your next MVP today. Sherry
2: Lime blue raspberry twisted berry what do those boldly delicious flavors have in common they're loud and they're all part of the bud light seltzer retro tie-dye pack and they don't just taste loud the tie-dye cans look loud too bud light seltzer retro tie-dye pack the loudest flavors ever enjoy responsibly copyright 2021 anheuser Busch bud light seltzer st louis missouri 63118
5: I'm Bob Sosi, the voice of New England football. And if you want to know how my voice stays in peak condition, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea. It's an essential part of my daily routine. Bigelow tea. Grab a mug and tea, probably. This year, don't just get ready, get holiday ready with Ford. And the best place to start is at your local Ford dealer. Whether you're getting out to the mall or getting off the grid, we've got a Ford SUV that's perfect for you. Or check out America's best-selling trucks, Ford F-Series. Inventory is arriving daily, so get the season started off right and get our best offers during the Get Holiday Ready sales event at your local Ford dealer. Best-selling claim based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. When it's time to grow... You'll know.
3: (sighs) finally found a quiet space. Now I can get something done. (laughs) Daddy's busy, girls. He's on a work call. But,
2: Dad, I have the playhouse from noon until 1 for a tea party. And my dolls and I can't reschedule our nap time today either.
3: (sighs) Okay, okay. Daddy's legs were falling asleep anyway.
2: You know, Dad, if we had a bigger house, you could have a grown-up office. And we could have our playhouse back.
3: You two are so smart.
2: We We take take
5: after Mom. Mom. Dreams getting bigger? think jumbo. Visit clintonsavings.com to apply for a 30-year fixed mortgage with an annual percentage rate as low as 2.937, plus a $500 credit towards your closing costs.
2: Rates of six twenty eight twenty one and subject to change without notice. Available on owner-occupied properties only. Maximum loan to value of 90%. Loan subject to credit approval. Actual interest rate and fees available based on credit history. Other rates and terms available. Offer may be withdrawn at any time. Other restrictions may apply. Credit will be applied to offset closing costs. Credit cannot be combined with any other offers. Credit available for new CSB mortgage customers only. Call 888-744- 4272 for details about credit costs and terms. NMLS number 42081. Member FDIC D.I.F. and an equal housing lender.
0: Hi, I'm David Andrews,
4: captain of New England's football team. Holidays are a time to get together with friends and family around great food. And while you send out the invites, Roach Brothers will prepare all your holiday favorites. From party platters to circuitry boards, vegetable trays, and more, Roach Brothers has it
0: all. Plus, beautifully decorated desserts and floral arrangements if you're heading out to friends. Let Roach Brothers help you do the holidays right. Order catering online at roachbros.com to host your own holiday gathering. Football, food, and fun at Roach Brothers. Many dealers will sell you Falcon tires, but only Town Fair Tire gives you the unbeatable combination of Falcon tires for the guaranteed lowest price and the most free services for life. Town Fair is New England's largest name brand discount tire dealer. So when you're in the market for a new set of Falcon tires, get to Town Fair Tire, because nobody beats a Town Fair Tire deal. And I mean, nobody.
2: Name brands at
0: discount prices. Town Fair Tire.
5: DQ fans know everything's better with bacon, including the $6 meal deal. Now with a bacon cheeseburger plus a refreshing Coke fries and a sundae. All for just 6 bucks, and available all day long. Only at your DQ. Happy Tastes Good. Listen live. Check out our podcast with the 98.5 The Sports Hub app. Mac Jones off a play pick and a deep drop. There's late pressure. He moves up. He has a running lane to the left. He's outside of the 45. He's at the 50. He's out of bounds with a first down of the Colts. 48-yard line.
3: Yeah, Mac Jones even running a little bit tonight. A 12-yard run for first down there. Time for the New England four-dealers rushing update. 81 yards rushing for the Patriots tonight in their 27-17 loss to the Colts. The rushing update again brought to you by New England Ford Dealers. They're celebrating the season with the Ford Get Holiday Ready sales event featuring great offers on the F-150, the official truck of the NFL. Shaw's Patriots post-game show, Jim Murray, Joe Murray. Last segment here with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. Uh, on the Indianapolis, uh, you know, rushing game, and Jonathan Taylor, he's got the 29 carries for 170 yards. He's obviously in the MVP conversation, Greg. Does it bug you, though, as a guy that's covered the league for as long as you have? That, you know, it does happen. I think the last running back to win MVP it was co-MVP. Uh, it was uh, Adrian Peterson back in 2012, if I recall correctly. It doesn't happen enough because I think, like, while we say he's in the MVP conversation, you know, a lot of guys always end up, guys and gals, end up voting for this. It's always ends up being a quarterback more often than not. But Taylor legitimately should be as of right. Like, you look at a game like tonight; he could and should be maybe the MVP of the league.
4: Oh, I, I I think he should definitely be in the conversation. Uh, I haven't really looked at it that closely, but um, you know, I am a proponent of giving it to other guys that that deserve it. It's not just a quarterback thing. I mean, we know they touch the ball in every play. Um, but, you know, sometimes when you're talking about most valuable player and, you know, what they mean to a team, I mean, I, I don't know how you look at Derrick Henry in, like, you know, 2019 with the with the Titans, 2020 when he rushed for over 2,000 yards. Yeah. And, you know, you look at what that team did – and what they would, they went 11 and 5, won the division in 2020. He ran over 2,000 yards. And if Ryan tan we see it now, if Ryan Tannehill doesn't have a, a running game, he stinks. And that they were 11 and 5, that's all on Derrick Henry. And they had a terrible defense last year, too, in Tennessee. I, mean, I don't understand how some of these guys are not considered for it. I think that Taylor, look, Carson Wentz is in the Ryan Tannehill uh, category. So, Absolutely, if if the Colts, you know, win out, and uh, you know they're a high seed at the end of the regular season, I think absolutely he should be very seriously considered uh, for MVP. There's no question about it. Hey, Greg, just
1: sticking with that. Um, I know you mentioned something about some new rule changes when it comes to coaches interviewing for NFL jobs. Uh, the Jacksonville jobs open. I know Josh McDaniels' name is linked around that. Um, what do you think would be the gr- the right uh fit for him. Do you do you think he wants to leave New England and who do you think would be the fit for that Jacksonville job? I just want to throw Byron Leftwich name in that category.
4: Yeah, I think I think Byron Leftwich is a good name for that. I think Jim Caldwell is a good name for that opening. Um I think that in terms of McDaniels, uh from what I know, he is uh he he is willing to listen. He is not ready to just sit and wait Belichick out he's from past experience um, and other coaches and just being around this organization, Belichick is not going to give any indication about when he's going to be done to anybody. He's not even going to give the crafts um, a heads up as far as I know uh, in terms of when he might hang it up. And uh, you know, the Patriots seem to run into this problem every year. I mean, Belichick might in his mind want to coach only, you know, two or three more years But he's not going to even discuss that with anybody, if he even does, until after the season's over. This is how we ran into the McDaniels-Colts mess before, because there was no conversation between McDaniels and Belichick and the organization about how the organization felt about McDaniels when he was interviewing and agreed to that job. It wasn't until the season ended. It was definitely over. And then they could have a meeting and say, "Josh, this is how much you mean to us," and stuff that he, you know, he, he probably had never heard before. And sometimes that—that's all it takes. But I think that the Jacksonville job would be a great job for McDaniel's. Um, it's a winnable division. There's no dominant uh, quarterback in that division, with especially with Deshaun Watson probably likely on his way out. Uh, I have a lot of doubt on whether the whether the cons would swallow all that money from Urban Meyer and his assistants because they sunk a lot of money. It's not just the, they might be able to get out of the Urban Meyer contract, but they gave out a lot of money to other people that are probably on very long contracts to come and work with Urban Meyer. And if you're bringing in somebody like Josh McDaniels, it's going to be wholesale changes from the coaching staff to the front office. Are the cons willing to do that? They should be. They should, do what, they should look at what Robert Kraft did in, in, in 2000 and, and how much they gave up, you know, the the, the draft picks and all for, for Bill Belichick and just, you know, make that change. Whoever you think is best for Trevor Lawrence, go and do that. And to me, there's no question it's Josh McDaniels. But I think they will sort of try to cut corners with a left which or a Jim Caldwell. They'll be in the same spiraling, you know, that they're in right now. I think Chicago – would be a good opening. Rogers would probably be out of that division after this year. So that division's wide open. I would have consternation about going to Vegas, even though I like the setup there and I'm not afraid of Mark Davis. You're going into a viz- division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert for the next 10 years. Like, yeah. good luck uh, with that. So I think he's going to be in the mix. I don't, I don't have a good feeling either way about whether he's going to get one of these jobs. He should, but I don't know. I still think the, the the Colts stigma is still pretty strong around the league, and I think he has a lot to overcome. Even though, if you're going to do it, it's off of what Mac Jones is doing right now because it's a perfect billboard for for what Josh McDaniels can do. Mark in Beverly, next here in the Shaw's Patriots post game show. Hey, Mark,
3: how are you doing tonight? Good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, so my question is, I got two questions. Um, I thought the game tonight kind of reminded me of uh,
5: 2001, uh, that regular season loss against the Rams. Um, First question, do you think they can run the table uh, this year when their last games? And
3: second question, do you think they'll face the uh, Colts in the playoffs or do you think uh, Colts won't make it? Um, Look, I don't know the the remainder of the Colts schedule offhand, but the Patriots have Bills, Jacksonville, Miami. Can they run the table? Sure. Um, But, you know, I think you're going to get a real good game against Buffalo next week. And at Miami, especially this late in the year, Never a gimme, but sure, uh, looking at the bigger sample size of the seven game winning streak, they could, reminding you of the Rams game in two uh,
1: no, thousand and do one I't remember fumbled, they fumbled on the goal line Antoine Smith uh, they still they had don't... a chance to go in and win the game they lost, but I don't remember the oh, special remember. the special teams being as big
4: no. of a
3: disaster as it was in this game, you know yeah uh,
4: but- I, I think it's pretty i think I think the odds are pretty strong that the Titans are going to take the South. So that means that they are going to be one of the top four seeds. So that's going to drop the Colts down to five, six, or seven. I mean, I, I went through the whole exercise in the whole conference and and picked all the remaining games. Of course, I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> but, you know, the way it came out for me was, you know, the Chiefs get the bye and I have the Patriots versus the Broncos in the first round, two versus seven. Um And that it would be a Bengals-Colts uh, matchup at four or five. I have the Colts as the five seed and I had the Colts over the Bengals. I had the Titans at home over the bills and I had the Patriots over the Broncos, uh, which would mean Indy would go to Kansas city uh, and Tennessee would come here. I have, I have Tennessee knocking off the Patriots in the divisional round back here in a rematch. If the Titans are healthy, but I think the Colts are definitely in it. I don't think that, just like I didn't think that the, the Titans matchup for the Patriots, I don't think it proved anything. And if they meet in the playoffs, it's a completely different game. I think the same thing about tonight. I think that uh, I like the Patriots' chances better in a rematch, just like I like the Titans' chances better in a rematch between those two teams, if the Titans are healthy.
3: So that would really be your message as we wrap here tonight, Greg. Don't, don't panic. This was more of a one-off maybe than no. anything else.
4: Yeah, I yeah, I think so. I mean look, the yes, the Patriots looked sort of like their two and four self, but they're they're a long ways from that. They're they're a good football team. They stunk tonight. They just did. They got off to a terrible start. The block punt, um, you'd like to say that doesn't happen very often, but it has this season. But I look, I'm a I'm a big proponent and I gotta dig out I there was a column that I did in Green Bay that people up there still reference where I talked about how it's it's a good idea to lose you know late in the season like you can't you're not going to win you know 12 14 straight games to to win a super bowl like that's not going to happen so losses can be good i'm not saying i'm not trying to get rosy about this because i thought um, the the patriots certainly re- earned this result but I think a loss in sort of recalibrating things, not only the fans but the players and everybody inside the building. Maybe they were getting a little too high on their own supply. And this will bring them all down to earth. It'll make them mad. And I think it's a good setup for next week with Buffalo. You win that game and I like where things are going for this team.
3: Oh, I agree with that completely, Greg. The, the team that comes to mind, as you're saying, that the 2010 Patriots, what were they, 14 and 2 that year, smelling their own farts and they lose to the Jets in the divisional round? Ugh. Oh yeah. Sometimes a loss can and it's like Maz Tony Mazza. Sometimes you could use a good ass kicking, right? Uh you'll be in mm-hmm. Tuesday for the usual Big Boy Tuesday? I will. All right, Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Catch him on Phil Grand Maz this Tuesday, usual spot, uh starting at two o'clock. Otherwise, uh, thanks for staying up late with us and we'll talk to you uh, next week in the post game And have a Merry Christmas, Greg. Merry Christmas, Greg. Sounds good. You guys too. Thanks, right. guys. Yep, you're welcome. Greg bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Catch him Tuesday, usual appearance. On Felger and Maz. All right again, the Colts defeat the Patriots tonight, twenty-seven to seventeen. We'll be back to wrap things up next. Here in the Safety Insurance 985 of Sports of Patriots Radio Network.